with another episode of Currently Binging, the podcast about all things TV and movies. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to my voice on. Also, take a few extra seconds, rate, comment, all greatly appreciate it. So, yes, we are finally discussing you. Um, we are a little bit behind, so if you are a longtime listener or if you listen to episodes back to back, then we are going to have you, which is dropping on a weekend day and then we're gonna have shadow and bone and then i do have some movies that i need to catch up on so there's going to be spoilers all that great stuff these are all my opinions so we are probably going to disagree um i did read the book series which is no longer relevant now that we're at season four um i do have very strong opinions about you overall because I did read the book and I have pretty strong opinions for season one season two so if you did not um listen to what I had to say on season one two or three then you can go back and check um those episodes which I will link um in the more info box so let's get into this season four now I have to say going into this I thought this was going to be like the final season I did not think that we were going to end up getting another season after this one. So that was already my mindset was like, okay, you season four, like how much more can we get from this? I felt like um, if you listen to what I had to say about season one, season two and season three, um, I felt like season three probably we could have ended. I felt we could have ended season two, but season three for sure definitely was like, oh, we could have ended things, but like we knew because you was a very popular show on Netflix. Um, it's always in the top 10 for a long time. There's this weird obsession with the character of Joe Goldberg, but also um, there's like a familiar familiarity and like a um, likeness about Penn Badgley who plays uh, Joe Goldberg. So I feel like if it had been anyone else, I don't know if it would have, I mean, maybe possibly potentially, but because of who is playing Joe and then how they've translated Joe on screen and kind of like our obsession in the world with, um, true crime. Although you can say like, oh, is true crime really as, are we really as obsessed as we used to be? Debatable, but like there's still this really high interest in true crime. And if you look at the behavior of, um, people, uh, in relation to someone who's like accused of murder and all of that. Um, and then you connect to someone who's like our anti-hero who we're following all the time. It's really hard to be like, oh, like you don't want to root for him. But I, this is kind of ties into like my overall issue with uh, the story and with Joe as a character because reading Joe in the books, it was very hard. I said this in season one, so I'm not going to like stay on the books for a long time but um I did not like I struggle with those types of characters where it's like you want some type of justice to be done it just seems like they're always like skirting justice and so that was kind of my struggle with Joe as a character in the books but I think that they did a good job of like translating that story which is very hard if you're someone like me to stay that invested in because you like want something to happen to them and be like okay finally um so I think they did a good job of making Joe more likable on screen um but as far as the type of story like every season Joe commits 
a number of murders. He gets away with it by the end of the season. Um, he does not like come to task for it. And so I think with season three, while it wasn't quite justice, you do feel like a little bit of justice because essentially he has to go into hiding. Like he had to blow up his whole life um, to be able to get away with what he and Love did in season three. And it was like, I think I said, I, I, I Love was getting on my nerves in season three in general, um, just because of like who she uh, is and like her type of character. And she's a little bit annoying, um, but I think she, in a way, she gets justice because she ends up dying. So it's kind of like you killed all these people and then by the end of it, you are dead by like your spouse's hand, even though you both were playing a very manipulative um, type of a game with each other. But then Joe, in a way, not really, like I'm really trying to give, give a lot here, but Joe, in a way, because he ends up having to blow up his life, he has to give up his son, even though he doesn't want to, um, and like literally escape because he's going, because, you know, he's Joe, he's going to follow Marianne because he feels like Marianne is his one true, um, person at this point. Um, so you feel like there's a little bit of justice because of that. So coming into season four, especially if you're like, oh, this is going to be the last season or the final season, you're like, okay, like what's going to happen? And they try to fake it out to be like, oh, Joe has, he's trying to be a different person, a new person. Um, there's not as much killing by the hand of Joe where it feels like Joe, um, like the inner voice of Joe is like, oh, I have to go and kill these people because like, I can't help myself. It's very much giving like, I want to be a new person, a different person. Like, I don't want to blow up my life anymore. Like, I'm just this new, this new character. And so when we're introduced to like all of the people in London who are essentially going to be like our main group of people, they essentially gave us like a not um, likable, I don't know, you all know I have notes and I don't understand why my notes like diverted back to Ant-Man. We are not talking about Ant-Man, we're talking about you. Um, and so when we're introduced to all the crew in London, of course they give us a whole group of people who are unlikable. <laughs> and it's kind of like, kind of goes with the theme of the the eventual serial killer that we do end up with um, being entitled the Eat the Rich um, serial killer because it's like a lot of play on like, oh, the haves kind of, not much so the haves and haves not, but really like the haves and like these different personalities of people where you just literally, there's not one of them who you can really want to root for. I mean, a little bit maybe with uh, Phoebe, because you do feel like there's a little bit of like a, a kindness there, <laughs> even though some of the things she says is like, She's not that aware of what she, of her surroundings or like people in general, but she's more nice and doesn't seem like she has like an ulterior motive. Whereas like a lot of the other people, um, especially her uh, boyfriend, who I don't know, I can't find his name, but you all know it will come to me. Uh, especially him, where we find out he has an ulterior motive, even though. Uh, throughout is like, oh, they're cute. Like, oh, he's, um, 
like you kind of a little bit maybe want to root for them but then you're like there are little peaks throughout adam that's his name there are little peaks throughout where you're just like oh i don't know if i would trust him so um i think of all of the crew there's just him and then there's like the two side characters who's I'm going to say right now, like they kept saying their names. I wasn't really keeping track of them. They don't end up dying, but like they were just there to be rude. And there was like the one other guy who um, Joe was like on a frame for the murders at first, whose name I also did not keep track of, but like they were just like there to be there. <laughs> and I don't think that they really added a lot of value to the story, um, if I'm being completely honest. So, um, yeah, so we're, we meet all these people. They're not that likable. Um, we meet Reese, very interesting character off the bat. Um, there are just things that he says in the beginning, and I'm literally looking at um, my notes on this. And where did I put it? It was like the episode after, or it was the first episode when Malcolm is dead so joe wakes up finds malcolm dead on his table like you know he went out with the crew for the first time he um got super drunk and like to him he ended up being back at home uh wakes up on the couch and he's like oh no like malcolm's dead on my kitchen table w what happened i'm not the one who killed him even though throughout the night we see like bits and pieces of conversations that Joe is having, but um, one of the things that Malcolm says is in relation to Marianne, because um, like Malcolm's like kind of like a womanizer and all of that, like your typical stereotypical type of um, womanizing character who we don't really get a lot of dimensions to. He's just there to be an asshole and then get killed. Um, and so he says a lot of things which you can see clearly um, affects Joe and you see Joe like trying not to um react negatively to what he's saying so like you know that there are things that have been said to him that typical Joe that we we know most likely would have killed him by now so when he wakes up in an apartment he's like oh he's dead I don't think like I'm not the one who did like how did he end up dead in my apartment there's someone out here murdering people like this is the first step but like eventually it's like there's someone out here like killing all the people who I am directly connected to these people who I just met and so when he because he meets Reese I'm doing air quotes now because we all know how that pans out but he meets Reese at the party um initially and then Reese like leaves and then he comes back to the bar and he sees Reese sitting at the bar and it was something that Reese said I don't remember what he said but I was like why do I feel like they're trying to set it up so that Reese is the killer? But I was like, you know, that would just be too easy. Hopefully that's not the direction we're going. And so when we get to the point where um, Joe is talking to Reese and Reese reveals himself as being the killer, I kind of checked out. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I struggled getting through this season um, because I was just like, that's just too obvious. Like, why would they make Reese the killer? It doesn't make sense. Also, what is going on with Joe? It was just like, they were trying to tell Joe's story in a different way with the writers knowing that Joe is still the same person that we know that Joe is, that we've seen him be in three seasons. But now we want to fool you into thinking that 
he's not this person anymore, which is like fine. But when you have a show that includes not one, not two, not even four, but like multiple unlikable people. Um, and then you have someone who's like literally been like our anti-hero for the entire series, um, who you're like, oh, is he really trying to be a better person? Because he's still killing people. Like even though Reese is blackmailing him, doing air quotes again, for those listening, um, even though Reese is blackmailing him, like he's still killing people. And so like, come and find out, cause we all watched, you all know I don't like to like do an actual recap of the show. I like tell, talk about the things that I want to talk about. Um, but we find out that Joe has literally had a psychotic break and he has created this version of Reese in his head, has never actually met the real Reese. Because when we have that scene where he confronts Reese um, at home and ties him up, at first I was like, <laughs> I'm laughing at myself in hindsight because this is so funny. Because you all, like, if you listen, you know all the types of stuff that I watch. And a lot of it is like um, young adult type um, shows. And so, like, I'm not a stranger to, to having a twin pop up in the storyline. <laughs> so when he, when he tied up Reese, and again, at this point, I have been checked out for like a couple of episodes now. And so I'm like paying attention, but not really. I'm not even really thinking like that Joe has legit lost his mind because I'm just trying to get through the show at this point. Um, and so when we, when he confronts Reese in the garage and like ties him up and then literally ends up killing him. And then the other Reese shows up. I'm like, is this a twin story? <laughs> I was just like, oh my gosh, is this a twin story? Like this, uh, in my, and when I saw him, I was like, this seems kind of too that seems like too young of an angle to go for it to like be a twin. Like it just doesn't track with the series overall. But then it was like, oh wait, no. And then immediately after I was like, oh, is this a twin? I was like, oh my gosh, is he freaking, did he like conjure up <laughs> this person? <laughs> Which I've talked about this before because I do read a lot of um, mystery thriller type um, fiction story, fiction stories. And the one thing that I just, I'm over is like the unreliable character where it's like your main character either is like super drunk, always drinking. So they see something and no one believes them because they're always drunk or like they had a concussion and like can't remember like the past six months of their life. And so they're trying to like, piece it all back together like I just do not like those stories anymore like I, it was just over an oversaturation of it and so to see them bring that type of a story to this and like translate it on screen <laughs> I was just like oh my gosh I'm done I'm so done so uh, thankfully like that reveal happened <sighs> when did that happen 
there were 10 episodes. Episode 8. So Joe, why would he not remember he snatched her? Yeah, that was like end of episode 7 into episode 8. So like that's when he kills him. And then that's when we find out like Joe has not changed. He like literally caused his self because, you know, Joe is obsessive and he was obsessing over Reese's book. Like he had created this like relationship with Reese in his mind because he just so um, like zoned in on it. And we know, cause like if we roll it back a little bit, <laughs> if we roll it back a little bit, um, when the guy shows up and was like, oh, we know you killed love and you're still alive and her money disappeared. And he's essentially like, I just want to get out the game. If you give me all the money um, and you go kill Marianne, cause like she's a loose end. Like, you know, I'll just say that you're dead and like, you don't have to worry about it. We'll give you a new identity. But he didn't actually kill her. He snatched her up, created a, another cage in like an abandoned train station and has had her locked up there for like the past, um, has had her locked up there for like the past, however long it's been. Cause it's been a few weeks. I can't remember if I, if I wrote the timeline down of how long it's been, but it's been a few weeks at this point. And so she's been locked up in this cage. He's created this whole second person um, in Reese. And now he's um, trying to pretty much fill in the blanks of everything that has happened um, and trying to find out where Marion is. And even when he like finally comes back to himself, uh, when he goes and like jumps off and kills himself or whatever or like before he kills himself like when he realizes because essentially it's two sides of joe that's like it's the work on on in his head there's like the normal joe's like i'm not a killer like i want to be a normal person and then there's a joe like that we know who's literally has been like joe's personality since we've met him now they've been separated and so when he goes and he finds that marion is in the cage and like we see his reaction um to that when she ends up like faking the overdose um and his reaction to that and he's like oh i'm gonna go kill myself uh, like because i'm a bad person then you're like at least for me because you all know i've been saying like i want there to be a little bit of justice or something like i want i want joe to get caught at this point <laughs> so um when you see him like struggling with that and like trying to go against the Reese character that he's created in his mind then there's a little bit at least for me more of being like okay maybe a little bit more I can root for Joe at least the the better side of Joe to like I don't know because like with anti with anti-heroes like there's got to be something where you like want to root for them want to relate and I have struggled to root for or want to relate with Joe for most of the scenarios that he finds himself in. I think when he had his um, son in season three, like it made him a little bit more human because you could tell that he wanted to change or be a better person for his son, even though like how everything works out, he has to give up his son. So like you can like relate to that and want to root for that. 
Um, and then in this season, like having it be where he's now separated these two sides of his personality and the side that's a little bit more compassionate or wants to do better, like you can see that compassion is in like real time. Um, and the fact that he's like, oh, I'm going to like go kill myself. Like you can like feel for that and be like, okay, like I don't want you to like go jump off of a bridge and kill yourself. Like I want you to um, get better, do better and all those things um, and make better choices. But um, I don't know. It was, it was interesting also because you tie in this other character um, who, of one of the new crew, who we end up meeting, which is, um, Kate, and Kate kind of, like, clearly Joe has a, has a type, but Kate kind of gives a little bit of, like, what love's, get what love was giving, but she's a little bit more, like, hardcore, and you can see, like, things of it where she's talking about, like, oh, I've done something, like, even them trying to, like, twist the story of, um, what was going on between her and her father, and her being like her father like did something horrible and like she just disconnected herself from him and like wanted to go do things on her own when actually it was her who did something super horrible and she's like i don't want to be this person so like you see like parallels like the 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 women who end up <laughs> protecting joe <laughs> in this series end up having some type of like similarities or um personality traits that are similar to how Joe is and they can overlook all of the horrible things that he's done so like we don't get that immediately from Kate it really doesn't happen until like the very end after he literally tries to kill himself because she was very resistant to him throughout a lot of the season until like they had that little bit of a like I don't like you, but I actually really do like you kind of thing that was happening. And then they ended up um, sleeping together in the garden. And then they kind of like try to resist each other. And Joe's like, oh, I'm trying to be a better person. I'm just going to hurt you. Like, oh, no, no, no. Because he would thinks that Reese was like trying to blackmail him. And then her father was trying to blackmail him. It was just like, it was a lot of crazy that was happening. But um, to see him um, or to see them like, him try to resist her but her try to pursue him and then you have the moment where it's like oh he almost died he literally tried to kill himself uh and she meets him in the in the hotel room because this is after like joe's killed his father um she found out her father her father was dead and she's just like you can tell me anything and i'm like oh my gosh so like essentially like again saving joe in a way it's like Joe is self-sufficient. I mean, I didn't think about this until literally right now. Joe is a self-sufficient character. Like he can get himself out of a lot of things, but he always finds himself in moments where he needs external help. And he's always able to find some woman to like literally save him in and tell him that everything that he's doing is okay and saying that out loud i don't know how i feel about that it's just like it's it's oh i don't know i'm kind of struggling with that a little bit um but yeah because you saw it with love and now you see it with kate and like she literally 
gave him a major lifeline because she's like, oh, I'm going to um, save you. And like, now you have access to my money. Like we can do whatever, as long as you're true or you're truthful with me. And like we even see in the end when she's having, even when she's having that interview or that at that interview, but like we get like a flashback because Nadia, who was like one of Joe's students, because you know, Joe's a professor, um, he was one of his students. And I struggled with her a little bit too, because she was like very like close to Joe and was like, although Joe was going as, um, oh my gosh, what was Jonathan? Was that who he was going by? Um, he was going by Jonathan. And so she was very close to him, like super eager to learn. He went to her as, as far as like trying to understand mysteries and things like that. Cause at that point he's like, who's trying to frame me for <laughs> killing all these people who I did not kill. Um, and so I was like, oh, it's kind of nice. And, you, and you're like, oh, Joe's like kind of being better because he's like creating relationships, which he did kind of do that in season one um, with, was that season one with the kid? who lived in the apartment. Like he had like a kind of weird relationship um, with the kid as well, with the mom who had like the abusive boyfriends coming in and out. So like he's able to connect with with like young people um, in a way, even like his son. Um, so they try to, get, try to give him those moments. But then when she starts snooping around, I was like, oh my gosh, this is not gonna end well. Um, and it was like, it did not end well. It didn't end well for her because she ends up going to jail for um, a murder that she didn't commit. But also she dragged her classmate slash the guy who she was interested in um, and kind of was like seeing into it and he ends up dying. So it's just like, it's so weird. It makes me feel so like icky because it's just like all the wrong people are dying. <laughs> or like, or are, um, being punished for Joe's actions. So I don't know. Um, I thought that was interesting because even after he's warring with himself, we're going back to Joe now, you all know, we jump around a little bit, but he's warring with himself and then he goes to the, um, like the bridge to jump off the bridge. And you're kind of like, I can't remember what it was. It was something, I, I feel like there are a lot of stories like this where it's like, they're, they have two personalities or multiple like people are trying to like fight for the same mind or whatever it is and usually like if you go and like attempt to kill yourself um and you fail at killing yourself but you still come back like the one one only one personality or one mind or one whatever ends up coming back and the other one dies and so it was kind of like what they were trying to be like oh maybe the the bad wreaths on his shoulder is gone but like kind of find out like no he's not going he's still there joe is just like accepting all sides of himself and so to see like what happened with nadia um and he's like oh i have a new lease on life and you think that that means he's going to actually genuinely try to be a better person but no because we see um when nadia <laughs> i was just like girl I would not be going in. First of all, why are they letting her into his flat? I don't understand that. Um, and like, it's her professor. Like, cause it was the one scene when she went the first time when she found the key to where Marion was. Um, and they let her into the flat. 
I didn't get that. But like she got back into the flat. You knew it was just not going to work out well. Like they were going to get caught. Um, because they made it seem like, oh, Joe's still at the hospital. But he wasn't. He caught them coming out. He killed, oh boy, which I don't even think I wrote his name down. Edward. He killed Edward. <laughs> and Nadia literally walks right into it. And she's so shocked um, at it. And Joe's pretty much like, I have enough resources. Like, either you shut up and walk away or you will take the fall for this. Um, she essentially ends up being both because she's so shocked she can't even talk and defend herself. So she ends up in jail for Edward's murder, which is just like, I feel like that could have been avoided. But, you know, whatever. Um... <laughs> And then, as far as, like, Marion is concerned, so Joe thinks that she's dead, which I wonder how that's going to play into, like, future seasons. I don't know. Um, but Joe thinks she's dead. He leaves her in the park. Like, this was all part of, like, Marion and Nadia's plan was, like, oh, we're going to fake like she's dead, and then Nadia's going to come and, like, inject her so that she can get home back to her um, daughter. So, like, they set Joe up, which I thought was smart for on their part but um I, but so she's not dead joe doesn't know at least we don't know that joe doesn't or at this point we believe that joe doesn't know that marion is actually still alive uh so she did not die i don't know it kind of now sitting here thinking about it, it kind of feels like we were in a circular motion because you felt like joe may have been on a better path towards like growing and learning from his previous mistakes but like by the end of it we just end up back kind of where we started just with joe being more comfortable with who he is even though it always felt like joe was comfortable with who he was like i never got that in any other season outside of like last season where it was a little bit of a struggle because he's trying to be a better person for his son but i never really got that he was like not okay with who he is. I don't know. Uh, let's talk about some of these other characters and then we're gonna wrap this up. <laughs> so we had Adam. Adam was a very interesting uh, character. I feel like I'm gonna be saying interesting a lot here because some of these characters were very, very like, uh. um, so played by Lucas Gage. Um, he was the one with Phoebe and he's the only other American in the friend group or like the original American in the friend group until Joe showed up. Um, and it was kind of like, I don't know, the turn that they did with his character was, <laughs> it was like, oh, okay. Because when we first meet him, like he seems a little bit like smarmy or whatever. We get everyone's backstories and his backstory is a little bit like, oh, he fell out with his family uh, and they like want to cut him off. He's trying to make a name for himself, blah, blah, blah. I mean, he has his own, his own club or whatever. But like, it feels like he genuinely cares about Phoebe, like Phoebe as a person, Phoebe, their relationship, even though like he's doing all these other things on the side with all these other people. Um, so when we get to the point where he literally like forces Phoebe at the whole like almost being kidnapped and then Joe framed her stalker for all the previous deaths and so like she was in a state of mind just being like oh my gosh like I could have died and she's just kind of out of it and she's like trying to get away with it by being on drugs and all that other stuff and so she's just she had already pu pushed Adam out of her life but then she like let him back in 
uh, and he was like very controlling because in his life, financially, things were in ruin and he needed Phoebe for her money. And so it was just like that much more blatant and it kind of felt like a super fast um, like turnaround compared to like what we had seen from Adam up to that point. And then, and then it was just all of a sudden like, oh, Adam's a bad person. He's super evil. He's trying to force Phoebe into his marriage to marry her for money. He doesn't actually really love her. It felt a little bit like a leap <laughs> compared to how they had set it up because they made it just feel like he genuinely was okay or like genuinely loved her, even though, even maybe with some ulterior motives, but it felt like the love was genuine. Whereas like how he left it, it just seemed like super like calculated and like not genuine. And he ends up being killed by, um, a group of people hired by Kate's father, like pretty gruesomely as well. So there was that. Reese is hard to talk about Reese because Reese, the Reese that we got to know was the Reese that was created in Joel's mind and not the actual real Reese. So <laughs> that was like, okay. Um, who else? Oh, there was the one guy who was like super obsessed with um, Kate, who in the, in the beginning before we like, they reveal like, oh, Reese is the killer. And before they reveal that Reese is actually another side of Joe's personality, um, Rode was insane. Like <laughs> probably needs to be admitted somewhere because he was straight about to murder Joe like on that when they went to Hamsey, like he was about to murder him and try to get away with it. <laughs> that was wild. And it seems like he's done things like this before and gotten away with it. Like I feel like that's an interesting story of um I think if like there's something that they could do with Road and Joe to be like, Oh, you all are kinda similar. Like we wanna get away from the whole trouble of like some some woman that Joe is infatuated with coming in and like saving him and accepting him for who he is. Like we want to get away from that <laughs> trope that we keep doing. Um, I think the road would be an interesting angle to go because I think they, they're more similar than, than different just based on the things that we got to know and learn about road, uh, while he was there, um, before he left for like multiple episodes and then show back up at the end. <laughs> But he was wild. <laughs> and that also kind of gives like gave like a little bit of a glimpse into like the type of person Kate is because she walked in on Road literally pointing the shotgun or whatever they call the guns. You all know I'm not a gun expert, so I don't know. Um, but the shotgun or whatever at Joe's head and literally so calmly was like, Hey, what's going on? It's just like <laughs> Okay, who else do we want to talk about? We talked about Phoebe a little bit. Um, Marianne, we didn't really see her. We saw her in the beginning. Marianne was like the bread. We saw her in the beginning. We saw her in the end. She's missing in the middle because this is when Joe is blocked out and doesn't even know that he's doing all these things um, until the end. But yeah, I don't think there's really anyone else. Overall, it was, it was 
a very, 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 very slow burn for me um, this season of You. I know I'm not the only one. That's kind of like the feedback that I have um, read online, but also heard from people who I actually know who said like this, this season was really slow um, to get into. We are getting another season. We're getting to season five. <sighs> I'm trying not to be super mean about it, but... <laughs> We do not need a season five. I think we, I was really hoping that we were done um, with you. And I know I, I, I always get on here, I'm like, oh, we don't need another season. And I still watch it anyway, but like, I am gonna watch it until the end because like, I wanna see how everything is wrapped up. But like the way that we left off with Joe, like accepting both sides of himself he has his new lease on life. He's now come back from the dead. Everyone knows that he's not dead. He still put all the blame as far as like the killings that happened in America on love. And he's like, I'm this new person and I'm with Kate and we are like a power couple. And I just feel like that's like a good, like even though last season we could have ended, it would have ended, but it felt a little bit open ended, but it's like, oh, it ended, he escaped, he's in London. But there was still another story we could tell because he was going after Marion. So we got that story. I don't know what is the next story. Like what did they leave open for us to be like, oh, we need another season. And at this point, are we just milking it because of the following that the show has, which kind of, it's a little bit irritating because I do, I'm sure you all do, we all watch a lot of stuff on Netflix um, and there are a lot of shows, especially this past year, we, I've talked about it um, in previous episodes, there are a lot of shows that have been canceled after like one season and we know it all has to do with like the, the amount of the watch percentage or something. I don't know, I talked about this before. It has something to do with the watch percentage of like people who not only started, start the, um, series but like the completion rate or something like that and it, if it's i don't the article i read was saying like it's not really confirmed like that that's what it's based on but like apparently there's this percentage and if it's below that percentage then the show gets canceled and if it's over it then the show gets renewed and they have like examples of the shows that have been canceled they have been below that percentage so like i mean whatever but and I try not, I said I was going to go back here. But you all, if you've listened for a while, you know how much I loved the society on Netflix. And I was so angry when it was renewed and then canceled um, post or in the midst, because we were in the midst of um, shutdown and all of that at that time. But like in the midst of all that, it had been renewed. And then they canceled it because they were like, oh, costs. It was a big cast and all that other stuff. But like we've now had multiple shows with big casts and it's like super irritating because I felt like there was so much more, so much more story to tell for that show. Um, and it just ended prematurely. And now it's been so much time, like I don't even know if they would bring it back. But like there have also been other shows this year, um, which I, I can't think of, <laughs> think of them at this moment. But some of them are, I'm sure were like, I would say, oh, it's justified. And some of them I would say like, oh, maybe it wasn't. But like the fact that thing that there have been series and that's also my issue with Netflix. I don't want, I don't want to get on the soapbox right now, but we are going to get on it for a little bit. That's also my issue um, with Netflix because I, as someone who watches a lot of things, 
I have gotten very picky in the things that I'm watching. Um, and there are some streamers who I think do original content really, really well because they're focused on the quality versus the quantity of things. And I think because Netflix had, has been like in the forefront, forefront of streaming for so long and, and it's just now that they're getting so much competition um, that you're, you can tell <laughs> at least looking at like the quality of the shows that are coming out compared to some other um, streamers. Like it's not really that up to par. And I would rather they be like, okay, for our young adult category, like these are like the five for, and they can do it by season or whatever. Like for the fall season, this is, these are like the five to six, 10 seems like a lot. These are like the five or six shows we are really super excited about. How can we do these ones really, really well versus let's just drop 50 new things in a season and then let people get attached to watching it and then counseling it. Whereas you have a show like you, which is like, we've had now four seasons, four, I don't wanna say they were all average. Like a really good first season and then three semi-average additional seasons. Um, and I think that's a good place to end on. Like we told a complete story. Joe's come full circle. Like what else do we need to tell? And I, and I think that's what I'm struggling with is like, what else do we need to tell? <laughs> Like, what is what is the story for season five? And I am struggling. You all probably are yelling at me like, oh, no, we need to answer this. Or like maybe it's like Joe gets his son back or something like that. But like, I don't think that that's enough to be like, oh, let's do a whole nother season. And then like, is the season going to be in London or are we going to go back to America? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I This is why I always struggle. Um with these things because on average like a Netflix series I think it's about three seasons three to four seasons um and so once things start to go more than that like I'm starting to have a lot of questions so I may be the only one who's like we don't need another season um let's just end it or I could you could agree with me but I would like to know what you all think do we need a season five. Are you excited about season five? What do you think the season five story is going to be? Um, let me know because I am struggling hardcore to see the reasoning behind <laughs> not having season four, like be the end all be all for this series. But yeah, overall, again, very, very slow build as far as um, the overall season. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't have anything else to say. I want to know what you all thought about season four of you. Let me know all the things and I will talk to you all in the next episode. That's the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking through it to the end. Be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at Currently Binging on Instagram and at Currently Binging on Twitter. Also, hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on and I will talk to you in the next one.